0: Well, good morning,
1: everybody, and welcome to our next uh, installment of Business Banter. I'm here with Nick Lloyd, who is a real estate investor. And obviously, with all that is going on in the real estate world, this is going to be a segment on uh, maybe what 2024 looks like. Uh, So with that, Nick, I'll turn it over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll we'll go from here. Thanks for, for giving us some of your time.
0: Yeah, sure. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks for inviting me on. i um, excited to talk real estate here for a couple minutes. Um, I, uh, so I'm a real estate investor in Pittsburgh, um, primarily in Pittsburgh. I am from upstate New York. It's where I grew up and, uh, through some different career moves and, um, meeting a girl from Pittsburgh, I ended up here. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i lived, I've lived in uh, upstate New York, Cincinnati, Charlotte, and now Pittsburgh since 2012. Um, Where'd, you
1: I... Where'd you go to school?
0: Nazareth College in Rochester, New York. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I think I yep. told
1: you my first job was in Rochester, New York.
0: Uh, I think you did mention that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Times ago, so I know
1: Rochester well. Well, that's yeah.
0: great. Speaking of real estate, um, if anyone pays attention to like national real estate news, uh, Rochester is like a hot market right now, which I never could have believed back in 2010, 2005, you know, when I was around there more often. So, um,
1: sure. That's for another yeah. podcast. We'll have to research why that is. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Affordability, and they must be doing some some good things there. I don't know. I've been back in a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I um, grew up in New York. I, I started after school. I was working for a big manufacturing company, um, Ingersoll Rand, in like a corporate finance training program. You know, trying to develop their next leaders, and I never really liked the corporate life at all. I you know, I moved through different jobs. There were some I liked better than others there. And I met a lot of great people, met my, my wife through that company. Um, but I I had worked in real estate during college as like a summer intern at a real estate agency and kind of piqued my interest. I uh, started you know, researching it a little more. I read some books. Um, anyone who knows real estate, real estate investing, probably sort of rich dad, poor dad's that kind of got me um, my interest peaked. You know, this is like 2009 when real estate was not a very popular industry. Um, so I started dabbling on the side of my job and, you know, met my wife and she's talking about me moving to Pittsburgh. We were in Charlotte at the time. And so I um, I said, okay, I'll move to Pittsburgh with you, but I'm going to quit my job because I want to I try a real estate business. And she was... You know, we weren't even married at the time. She was just—we were just dating. So basically, she's going to support me while I start a business. When we've known each other for two years, so it, it all—it all worked out. I'm still doing it. Uh, we're married now, so that's how I ended up here and ended up, you know, working in real estate. And um, you know, it's—it's uh, it's interesting. You know, I, I buy rental properties and I do flips now, but I started out just doing anything I could to scrape a few dollars together. You know, helping people put deals together. Um, eventually, got my license in 2017. I think it was um, a real estate agent now as well. Nice.
1: Well, let's talk more about like the, you know, the, the investing side of real estate. So, you know, as one who's not in that space, I know it's a big, you know, you have commercial real estate, you have residential real estate. Um, seems like everybody has a niche in terms of geographic area. Mm-hmm. So what's your, do you have a specialty? Like I know, a few years back when we were talking, you, know, you were putting deals. I think that were sort of in the Mexican War Street, like sort of you know the trendy, up and coming uh, You know that that sort of section of town. So yeah. What's your What are you focused on, or as things changed? Yeah, you, no, it's know
0: it's a good question. I think over time I've figured out more about what I'm what I like, where I like to invest. You know, I like I said, I didn't grow up in Pittsburgh, so I've learned I've learned the city differently than my wife who grew up in the South Hills or, you know, you know, I actually am okay with crossing bridges. Um, You know, I don't have any geographic um, fear of of bridges and things like that. So uh, (laughs) we live in the North side. So we're pretty central. It's pretty easy to get basically anywhere around Allegheny County from where we are. It's all about the same, you know, like from 30 minutes, I can get anywhere in the County basically from home. Um, So over time I've kind of, have been flowed into where I am. And, you know, I, I buy a lot of fixer upper properties. Typically they're off markets. So they're not listed with an agent anywhere. Um, you know, I'm doing more full gut jobs now. I try not to do those if I don't have to, cause there's more risk, but there's more reward on those ones too. Cause you get a, a better deal on it. Um, but my, I'd say my bread and butter, as far as like type of property is typically single family home, but I do have some, do du- some couple duplexes and multi-units, but, is single family home. Um I hope I don't offend anyone. I like to call it grandma's house. So, you know, it's you know when you go to your grandma's house, they've lived there forever. It's a little outdated. Maybe it has like a little bit of a smell, but they've kept they've loved the house. They've they've kept, you know, it, it's just outdated, right? You know, it might it might need a new roof. It might need some windows, but it doesn't, it's pretty much a functioning home. And so those ones are I'd say my bread and butter um, as far as like my preferred type of property to buy um, and then uh, location wise I do a lot in the general north side because I've gotten to know the different neighborhoods over here which are very different you know neighborhood by neighborhood street by street I also do a lot throughout the south hills because um, my what when we first moved here we were living in the city we lived in the city the whole time you know the whole 12 years my wife's family is from the South Hills, so I kind of learned that first because we were going back and forth from the city to South Hills. I just kind of learned some different neighborhoods down there. Um, I really like Castle Shannon as a place to invest. Um, that 15234 zip code, which encompasses Castle Shannon and a few other areas um, Overbrook, Brook, Brookline, Dormont. Um each few I don't know if I've done anything there but I've looked at places there it's kind of in that that general range um, and do you have
1: do you have a full crew who goes when you talk about gutting it do you have the all the which is probably hard the trade guys of uh, co- contractors and etc
0: over time I found some some different contractors I like to work with you know repeat I'm a repeat customer of them um, I don't have any employ like full-time employees who are contractors like you know skilled tradesmen. And ladies um so i've got right now there's like three general contractors who i can kind of call on depending on location and type of project and whatnot and how busy they are um but that's kind of curated over time you know i i've hired many others who didn't work out for different reasons um or we just kind of went our separate ways eventually and that's kind of nature of this business um you know it's it's something personal just Expectations mm-hmm. don't always align. So,
1: mm-hmm. so now is your is your model sort of uh, buying and holding, or you said you flip it? Do you do you have a combination, or is it get it ready to buy and then you sell it and then take some of the proceeds onto the onto the next deal? It,
0: it's a combination. You know, I, I have kept quite a few along the way. Um, now, I, most I'm not a turnkey investor, so if I'm buying something, it needs something done to it, whether it's just flooring and paint, or it needs to be gutted, or somewhere in between. So, cause I want to buy it at some kind of discount because of the condition of the property typically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll flip it whether, you know, it's a month of flooring and paint and, you know, doorknobs, or if it's a six month plus, you know, gut job changing layouts, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll, depending on how things go with the project, you know, I have an idea up front. Do I want to sell this or do I want to keep it as a rental? Um, most of them do end up going on the market to sell and, you know, I'll see what I can get. If I'm, I might be surprised and get more than I expected. And it's like, I, why would I not sell this? You know, making a hundred bucks a month, it's going to take a long time to make that, that profit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, others I end up keeping because I'm not going to make anything when I go to sell them or just, you know, go over budget, the market shifts a little bit, but typically um, I'm flipping a third actually, a third to a half actually get sold, and then the others, you know, end up as rentals, whether for the long term or just for a couple of years.
1: Interesting. How many uh, how many deals do you tend to do in a given year? Uh, like, how it varies
0: you- um, as far as new acquisitions. Yeah, it could be. I'd say the average is like eight to twelve new acquisitions a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that varies. Uh, last year was a little slow. They run as many deals. And uh, the year before I think was my biggest year. I think there was like 12 new acquisitions. I'm looking to ramp up a little bit, um, try to do acquisition wise, you know, maybe two or three a month within a few years. Um, if I could average one a month, one to two a month for the next year or two, that'd be a good growth for me.
1: Nice. And then like talk for just a few minutes about the investor side of things. So obviously, you're using your money, but I, I, are you still taking other people's money in? Is that how, how how does that work? Yeah, so
0: investor is a funny word because it's it's more like um, project manager. You know, I'm I'm taking out, and I've had to build my credibility, of course. Um, but I'm typically, you know, some of my money goes into the projects, but typically I'm when I'm purchasing on the front end when it needs a lot of work, I'm using a, a private lender or a hard money lender. Um, the difference between hard money lender is like a business who lends money to these projects and private lenders, like someone, you know, who's like, you know, gives you a
1: little bit. Oh, froze out here. Still there, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Come on back. Nick. Nick. I think we lost Nick. Yeah, we lost Nick. part over there we go all right let's take two all right so taylor um could you repeat
0: the question again
1: so we're talking about like the investor side of things so who you know the where you know your own money other people's money banks money you know where you before for deals how that looks yeah yeah
0: so essentially when i buy a project um i'm usually using a a private lender or a hard money lender, um, private lender being like a friend or a family uh, family member that will lend me money at a, you know, it's an interest only, it's a higher interest rate. Hard money lender is more expensive, but it's a business who that's what they do. It's just turn money in, in basically for projects like this. Um, Cause the bank's not gonna lend on a, a fixer upper typically, um, you know, just on a one-off fixer upper mm-hmm. so that you're not moving into. So I, and I need to close quick, whereas a bank takes a little longer to close. So it's a, it's typically a, a short-term interest only loan to buy the property, fix it up and get it ready for either for sale or for rent. If I sell the property, the proceeds from the sale pay off the lender. Um, if I rent the property out, I then go to a bank to get a more traditional longer term loan to you know pay the lender back their, um, their capital and they're getting interest payments along the
1: way okay. is that does that have to be an accredited investor as a or is that does it matter um and you know they stated a holiday Inn express so i don't know i know i
0: i don't know that they need to be it's it's a one-to-one business loan okay. i think where it needs to be accredited is if i start advertising okay. for investors then they need to be accredited, but I think it, because it's someone I know, I already have a prior relationship with them. They don't need to be. And a hard money lender is is a company, who you know I don't know there's accreditation. Yeah,
1: yeah you don't have to worry about them. I, I was yeah. thinking more like the individual ones. No, that's yeah. cool know. So let's just spend the final couple minutes. Like it's a crazy world, and there's always different crazinesses. But how do you what do you see this year and beyond looking like in your sector in terms of opportunities or challenges or
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously, last year the the news was always interest rates. I mean, it's still in the news. In December, we had some, I guess, good news that there's a there's a good chance there's going to be drops in the you know federal funds rate, which is kind of driving all this interest rate stuff. It's not a direct correlation, but it's it's pretty close. Um, So I I think there's been there's been like this lock-in effect where people have no one wants to sell their home a because they can't afford the new one at the higher interest rate b they might have a 3% rate. So it's like the only people who are actually moving like need to move. I think people are kind of past that. Like no one thinks, I don't think most people think rates are coming back to 3% again. So I think there's going to be a little bit more movement in the market as far as just general, I want to buy my next home or, you know, sell my home. You know, I'm just, I now understand that I'm not going to get a 2% rate on my next property or 3%. So I think there's going to be a little more movement. Um, Hopefully rates at least stabilize and stay They're currently in the sixes on a, like a 30 year fixed rate. Um, you know, where do I see things going? I think if rates drop, we're going to have a jump in prices again because there's a lot of buyers who were looking forever and they didn't actually find their next home. And this has obviously an effect on the investors too. You know, the, the investors are a small portion of the home buyers out there. So if rates drop to low sixes, high fives, people who were looking for a while and dropped out when they went to seven and now we're coming past the holidays, they're going to be back in the market looking. And so more demand means prices go up typically. And we don't, we don't have a good plan to get more supply other than hopefully people will want to sell their home. But we're as a country we um we're behind on supply for housing.
1: Interesting. Well, good, good insights. Good insights. All right. Well, you know, thanks so much for your time. And I, you know, I guess the thing is, if someone's out there who wants, uh, is interested in getting into real estate, maybe to reach out to you. How, how would they reach out to you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, they can,
1: I'll, I'll give my email. Um, it's nick
0: at charlesbeachproperties.com. So it's N-I-C-K at Charles, like the man's name, beach with two E's, no A, properties is plural, dot com. Um, they can reach me there. Uh, yeah, I just like, I like talking real estate, whether it's in Pittsburgh or otherwise. And, you know, I'm happy to talk to people. If there's a lot of investors who are getting started, kind of, where do I go next? I'm happy I've, you know, talked to me instead of, I made a lot of mistakes along the way. You will too. It's part of the learning, but um, maybe I can, you know, save you from a couple of mistakes. And yeah, it's, it's um, looking forward to a good year and thanks for having me on.
1: That's great. Well, thanks so much for your time.
0: All right.